Welcome to the Defiant Spirit, a podcast about discovering meaning, purpose, and resilience in the most challenging, difficult, and darkest moments of our lives through what my teacher and mentor, Dr. Viktor Frankl, called the defiant power of the human spirit, that spirit that is within you, that spirit that is calling to you, that spirit that is you. I'm Dr. Baruch Halevi, and this is the Defiant Spirit, and now, on to our podcast. Baruch Levy, be here from the Defiant Spirit. Thanks for tuning in. I want to talk to you today about what I call the Meniagram. That's right, the Meniagram. Men and the Enneagram. I can't tell you how many times I get referrals from, or I get people coming to me from referrals from their spouse, particularly their wife. Men who call me and say, hey, B, my wife found you online or through your wife or your sister or somebody or you know their client and they said i need to talk to you and one of the reasons why is because of the enneagram now let's talk about that. i'm gonna do a podcast on this because i'm thinking about it. it's just such a deep and worthy issue but i think there's many reasons why men do so well with the enneagram people do well with it in general Um, But women tend to find their way to different spiritual and psychological systems. If you go to a spirituality type event, um, it's disproportionately women. If you go to um, a yoga class, it's different, disproportionately women. Women find their way. I've been in in the religious spiritual business for two decades more. And it's always like an 80-20 rule, 80% women, 20% men. I think the same is true in the psychology realm. There's a thousand reasons why. One of the reasons why is because oftentimes men are not um, respected or spoken to on their terms. And men and women move through the world in different ways. It doesn't mean all women do. It doesn't mean all men do. But it is, it's, it's thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of years old. Men tend to need a third thing. This is Parker Palmer. If you haven't read Parker Palmer, I love him. A Quaker by tradition, a educator, a great book, Hidden Wholeness. Parker Palmer talks about a third thing. And what's a third thing? Third thing is where you place your attention. You place it on an object and you talk about the object to get to each other. So there was a study that was done a long time ago about women who would go out on dates, you know, friend dates with each other. Invariably, they would sit across from each other like at coffee, looking at each other, talking to one another. And then the studies showed that men invariably, when they went on dates, guy, you know, dates with their friends, would do something. They would sit side by side at a bar. They would sit at a ball game. They would walk on a golf course. They would go hunting, walking side by side, placing their attention on a third thing. This is fundamental. This is why guys bond more often than not over sports. I got a bunch of buddies, maybe they're watching right now from high school, where we bond over the Cornhuskers, Nebraska Cornhuskers football team, a lot, not much to bond over these days. They're they're terrible. But that brings us into a conversation about so many other important things than the Huskers. They would get pissed because they'd say there's nothing more important than Huskers. Um, You know how many sons I talked to whose only connection with their dad was a third thing, was golfing or was the Yankees or whatever, was fixing the car. 
um, it's, it's a safer way to get to their emotional life, their inner life, truth, whatever that might be, is by placing their attention on a third thing. You don't have to like it. You don't have to agree with it, but it's true. Men, people in general, men in particular need a third thing. So when I'm um, working with guys, what I see happening is the Enneagram becomes the third thing. And with all due respect to you guys, you know, people who love golf, it's a ball. Like I know you think it's like Bagger Vance in the meaning of life. I've done so many funerals. I did a funeral once for a family who insisted on honoring their loved one by putting golf balls on the casket. I said, terrible idea. First of all, don't think it's really what this is about. But second of all, watch. And what happened was 100 people were lined up. They dropped golf balls in and it would clunk, 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 clunk. They're bouncing everywhere. It just didn't accomplish what they hoped. Nothing wrong with sports. Nothing wrong with golf. But choosing intentionally your third thing. Now, maybe it's studying the Bhagavad Gita with a friend or the Talmud or you know, Bible study. That can be a beautiful entry point. Maybe it's a, a men's group or it's, um, you know, a conscious activity. But more often than not, when guys are engaged in the third thing, it's a distraction or maybe it gets us to a meaningful place. With the Enneagram, it's designed to be a third thing that brings people into the conversation indirectly and it's into a conversation of meaning. And the beauty of that is that indirectness takes the, the kind of finger pointing away from things. So for instance, when Ariella, my wife, is upset with me, which happens quite frequently, she'll now use the term B, you're being an a-hole. And that's a lot easier to hear than the alternative. The a-hole, because I'm an Enneagram 8, I know what she's saying. She's saying I'm overdoing it. She's saying I'm caught up in my anger, intensity, whatever it is. I don't take it quite as personally because it's my operating system. Just like you wouldn't say, you know, iOS is bad for not running Android apps. It doesn't make sense. It's not built for that. My Enneagram wiring is what it is. So when we can put it onto that third thing, it brings down the accusation. It brings up the ability to hear. It also, it doesn't excuse it, doesn't excuse my eight-wholeness, doesn't excuse anybody's bad behavior. It explains it. And if you can start explaining it, you can start fixing it. Ding, 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 ding. Guys like to fix. I get in trouble all the time with Ariella for telling me, honey, I didn't ask you to fix it. I just asked you to listen to it. The Enneagram provides all kinds of tools to fix things. And guys like that. I work with a lot of guys who we end up talking about all the tools in their new toolbox that they didn't have before. They weren't given these tools. God love our religions. They tend not to give us the tools that we need. I can only speak for Judaism. I got no tools for my bar mitzvah. I checked the boxes. I went through the, the, um, the, the process, even as a rabbi. I, I didn't have real-time tools like I do with the Enneagram. The Enneagram is built for daily living. It's built for tools in the boardroom. And guess what? It's built for tools in the bedroom. This can change, transform the way we lead. It can transform the way we love and everything in between. And so I think it's one of the reasons why so many men have been coming to me, seeking the Enneagram, 
taking the Enneagram assessment, using it, learning the strategies, the tools, bringing it into their home, engaging their spouse with it, their kids with it, their employees with it, their colleagues with it, because it's tactile, it's practical, it's, um, it's a third thing that they can wrap their heads around. And it's a third thing that brings them into a deeper place in their life for many of us that we just didn't know existed. I've spent my whole life being an eight hole, pushing, fighting, challenging, being taught that that's, that's, a, that's an important thing to do out in the world. I couldn't actual life. I couldn't access um, the vulnerable side of me until I really had language for it and I had an operating system to explain it. And I had not just an instruction manual, but I had practicable, practical strategies and tangible tools in hand. So that's why I call it the Meniagram. It's for anybody. Um, but if you're listening and you are a man and you're seeking what I just described, think about it, consider it, jump over to defiantspirit.org or reach out to me, be at defiantspirit.org. If you're a female, also reach out to me, work with women and men, and certainly you have a man in your life, husband, brother, son, dad, friend, they will benefit from this and therefore you will benefit from it. So that's it. Jump over to defiantspirit.org. Until the next time, defy your number, live your spirit. Thank you for listening to the Defiant Spirit Podcast with me, your host, Dr. Baruch Halevi. If you like what you heard, please consider leaving a five-star review and share this podcast with others. To learn more about the Defiant Spirit, get more inspirational content, or see how we might work together to live your Defiant Spirit, visit defiantspirit.org. Until then, take back your power and live your Defiant Spirit.